Hey everyone, it's Michelle. And Brayden. And this is Spooky Shit. This week we're going to be talking about crimes of passion. So I'm going to be talking about the murder of Els Van Doren. And then I will talk about the murder of David Lynn Harris. Warning. This episode may contain graphic details. Listener discretion is advised. All right. First things first. How you doing? I am good. (laughs) So (laughs) he has like a little bit of frosted tips going on right now, but I should have waited to comment because tell everyone what you're thinking about doing next with your hair. Um, I am thinking about going platinum. Platinum blonde. Whoa, that's going to be crazy. But yeah, this is the after effect of the purple that I had. Uh-huh. Just kind of washed out, and then I still have a little bit of like the blue that's like now greenish. It does look like a little bit of a greenish tint. Yeah, it's like still in there. So oh, cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm good. Schools. I've been busy with school and work. Actually, at work, I like talked to the managers and was basically told them I can't work weekends anymore. <gasps> I mean, probably a fucking good call for your mental health and, like, your yeah. regular health so you can sleep. Seriously. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I basically told them I can't work weekends anymore, and they said that they – my manager said they would have to take talk to their manager because well, they're really, like, the only one that can make that decision. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, but I still He's haven't not heard by. anything. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard anything, so – when did you talk to them about that? I think on Wednesday. So like three days ago? Yeah. It's kind of weird that it's taking them so long. Well, I mean, I guess the head honcho doesn't come every day. Oh. Or if he does, like sometimes he like comes in the morning one day and then at night another day. Just very sparodically. Yeah. And okay. I mean, I was off yesterday and today, so. We're recording this on Saturday for reference. Yeah. Cutting it close. If they say no, are you just going to, like, quit, or what are you going to do? Yeah, I am. I, I just think it's for Thanks. the best. Like, um, like I love it there. I love the people, my coworkers. Like, definitely, like, they've treated me well, and I mm-hmm. I think it's a good job. Um, Obviously, at any job, like, there's parts that suck. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I did like it. I definitely don't want to leave, but I feel like if they don't, if they can't work with me, then... You know, I think it'd be for the best to leave just because, like, I've missed out on, like, so much already. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to miss more. And then also just, like, thinking long term for my career. Like, Ooh. we make, it's usually the busier days or the weekends. Yes. So it's like, you know. The weekends are when all the Costco managers would come to get their haircut. <laughs> <laughs> whenever their their day off is but yeah hopefully they can work with me if not then sadly i'll have to call it quits damn costco if you're listening <laughs> this isn't a threat it's a promise work with him <laughs> but yeah i was gonna talk about i wanted to shout out mason you know shout who out mason. you are i don't <laughs> No, he knows who he is. Oh, I was like, I don't know Mason, but shout out Mason. <laughs> he has sent me a message basically saying that he listens to us and that like we're doing, he said we're doing like, he said it's um 
so fucking good. But yeah, hey. he messaged he messaged me and just said like that he's been listening and during his like classes and that oh he gosh. loves it. He just said that we're both doing fantastic and it's like oh. really good shit all around. Spooky shit he means. Yeah. Well he says <laughs> he says he likes it because he gets his dose of spooky shit. So <laughs> shout out Mason. Shout out Mason. I don't know you, but you're great. <laughs> He is great. That makes me so happy. Oh my gosh. Right? It's just like, it feels so good Like when they reach out and they say something. You're like, I'm, like, I'm not just shouting into the void. For real. Like, <laughs> like, I, like I told, I think I told him, I was like, you know what? That actually like motivates me to like keep doing this, you know? Because mm-hmm. sometimes like when we don't hear anything, I'm like, dude, like. <laughs> no one listens. We suck. We're the worst. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why I'm like are we that doing this? Too. <laughs> like sometimes I'm like, damn, like it's like not not always, but like sometimes it like feels like a chore because I'm like, nobody even listens to us, bro. I know. And we're not then, saying like we need tons of listeners or anything. It's just nice to know we're not talking to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to know someone's listening. You know. Even one person saying something, we're like, oh my god, I'm a cry. Yeah, dead ass. We're all sensitive. I know. Anytime, anytime someone's ever reached out, we're like, this is an emotional moment. Yeah, we get all excited and we're like, whoa, let's, <laughs> let's, I'm ready to record the next one. Hell yeah. I was like, I honestly, it's so funny you said that. I was feeling like so demotivated this week. I was talking to Robert and I was like, it's, it's so fucking stupid because I know it's because we didn't pick a theme early. Whenever we don't pick yeah. a theme early, I'm just like dead and I'm like, we have nothing else to talk about. Why am I doing this? Blah, blah, blah. And I was True. talking to him. Yeah. But then I was like, but I know if I quit it, I would really regret it and want to start it again immediately. <laughs> so that's me too sometimes. It. Like I get tired just like from work and then I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, like, do I really want to do this? I should, <laughs> I should just leave. But then I'm like, no, because then Michelle would just be by herself. And then I, would probably, like, I don't know, but I just quit. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Oh so, my God. I've funny. had my, I've definitely had my moments too where I'm like, fuck. Yeah. It, but, it's also like we spend a lot of time researching and that can be kind of exhausting sometimes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we have the creepy pasta too. now. Oh, yeah, recording. And then after we record, I'm going to have to edit. Mm-hmm. tonight probably because i have work tomorrow your girl has a job but, but i'm <laughs> glad we're still going we're not this isn't like segueing into us saying and we're done we're still yeah. going we're, we're still going strong mason you just saved the show <laughs> <laughs> our hero <laughs> what um, else have you been up to how's school it's been good i actually yesterday I thought it was going to be a chill day, but it was actually ended up being kind of busy. Like, everyone was pretty busy, like, with clients and, like, some of the mm. students, like, had their finals. Um, Whoa, for, like, that's the cut, cut and shave class, which is, like, to do a haircut and a shave. Um, you already did that one, right? Yeah, I did that one. Yes. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so everyone was pretty busy and... I was, like, working on my doll head and then a classmate basically was talking about how she wanted to do an undercut and i was like oh bet like i'll do it for you just go ask because we have to get permission to do any kind of or get any service at school and so we were in the middle of like asking or like she went to go ask um when 
basically one of the guys came in and was like asked one of my other classmates like hey can you take this client he's like i have one coming in at one and like i can't take this other client because like i don't know when he's gonna be done and this and that because he was getting his like a pedicure and a manicure oh yeah that could take a while probably yeah and he was like oh yeah for sure like i guess i'll take it and then so he was like okay let me go tell him and then he comes back and basically was like, wait, can, you can cut hair now, can't you? And I was like, yeah. Ooh. And then he was like, you want to do this client? It's really easy and this and that. And I was like, I mean, I can, but like, I didn't really want to. Yeah. <laughs> and then the girl that had asked me to do the undercut comes back in and she was like, oh, they said yes. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, And then so I was like, oh, actually, like, I'm going to cut her hair. And then they were like, oh, well, the client comes first and this and that. And then I was like, okay, but, like, he's not even my client. And Wait, they Yeah, like, why are they trying to pressure you? It sounds like they double booked on accident. No, they didn't. It was just, um, well, because the guy whose hair that I ended up cutting, um, his wife goes to school there. I think, I don't know oh. what program, but she was the one, like, giving him a pedicure and manicure. Got it. Um, but... I just got really annoyed because I was like, dude, are you serious? Like, they did basically pressure me into, like, saying yes. They basically kept saying, like, oh, you can't say no to the client and this and that. But That's so annoying. I got so annoyed because I was like, okay, so you're telling me I can't say no, but, like, you're basically saying no. Yeah, they're pushing their responsibility off onto you. Exactly. Like, I told, <laughs> that's what I said, too. I was like, you're literally, like, pawning off a client to me. Like, yeah. And then I Not was in like, a good way. Yeah. And I was like talking to the educator afterwards and I was like, yo, like that really fucking bothered me because I'm like, you're just like pounding it off to me because you didn't want to do anything because he he's a senior. And so he only has like a few months left. Well, doesn't um, he know he can't say no to the client? Right. Well, that's that's what bothered <laughs> me. And that's what I was like telling my educator. I was like, that really bothers me because like, like I said, I was like, I'm not scared. Like, I'm not. Like, I'll definitely, like, cut his hair, but, like, I don't like how he basically told me that I couldn't say no, even though he was saying no. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, he's just being, like, a hypocrite, kind of. Basically, and I was like, ah, it just really bothered me. And then also because he's been there a long time, and so he kind of, like, talks to everybody, like, he just knows better, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was, like, telling me, oh, it's a really easy cut, and he just kept saying that, and I was, like, telling me it was, Then like, you do oh. it. I know, right? <laughs> I'm too non-confrontational for that. But he was like, it's so easy. It's a really like, it's like a high fade. And then he's like, you just do this and this. And I was like, yeah, I know. Like, I've done one before. Like, <laughs> And then he was like, oh, okay. And I think he could tell I got annoyed because then he like left me alone. <laughs> he was like, I'm a lead. But yeah, I was just kind of, I just got really annoyed. But I think that helped me not be so nervous because of how annoyed I was. It wasn't the main, like, emotion you were feeling. Yeah. It was in your anger. Yeah, it was anger. <laughs> and I think it, it low-key helped me because, yeah, I, I had to wait. I couldn't even go to lunch because I wasn't sure what time he was going to be done. Oh, my God. Um, so I had to, like, wait. And I just hung around just, like, watching other students, like, perform their services on people. Like, I was, like, hanging out with some, some of the girls. And they were, like... um doing highlights i don't even know to be mm -hmm. honest they were like trying to explain it to me and i was like 
I haven't gone through color yet. Like yep. I have no idea what the, all that means. <laughs> this and is all meaningless. Like, and then I was watching like the guys like do like a cut, and like one of the guys was like shaving like a beard. So I was oh, just nice. going around back and forth watching them um, perform. Creeping on everyone, basically. <laughs> and then yeah, finally the guy was done, and he um, went to the room, and his wife did all this like talking. It was like kind of weird. Okay, that's um, strange. No, like literally, cause I was like, oh, cause she like went to the room and was like asking the educators. She was like, oh, someone's supposed to cut my husband's hair. She was like, first it was gonna be this guy, and then this guy, but then they said it was gonna be someone different. And I was like, happened to be like walking out the door. And yeah, then I was like, oh shit. I was like, I think that's him, cause I we didn't even know his name. They just told me like, oh, he's. He's getting a pedicure done like oh my god he's over there and i was like oh great um but then i was like oh i think that's me i was like Hi, i'm Brayden, <laughs> and i'll be like taking care of you today and then yeah i took him to the chair and was like trying to like do a consultation with him and then she was like she did all the talking so she was like we're gonna do a high fade and a straight razor and then a hard part and then i was like well okay is cool maybe he's just really <laughs> awkward like <laughs> No, he's a he's a military dude. But That's I guess weird. She, she wanted his hair to change a little bit, so Oh, she had a specific style she wanted to see on him? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> she wanted him to change it up and he was just like whatever about it. That's really funny. But yeah, it was funny because like I had asked him a question about like something and then he was like, Oh, what do you think, babe? And I was like, Oh shit, like that? It's like that. <laughs> And then, decide. and then yeah literally i had finished the haircut and everything and then i was like oh do you want me to put some product in it or, or like you know and then he like looked at her and then i so i asked her and i was like should i put some product in it and then i was like what kind of look like do you like do you like the yeah. natural look the shiny look and then she was like oh whatever you think and then she's like just kind of spike it up a little and i was like okay <laughs> And he, then, your boy really does not know what he wants done i guess well i think because he just got the same cut over and over and she wanted to like see something different on him you know mix it up she That's told me they, they had been married for because i asked i was like how long have you guys been married and then she was like 13 years holy shit yeah i was like oh snap i was like Damn. i'm trying to be like you and she yeah. was like well you can and i was like well i'm already at four so we're nearly there yeah, closer. I can't believe you guys have been married for four years. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah, but yeah, it was cool. I definitely like I got mad at my classmates, but at the same time <laughs> I I kinda was like whatever because I didn't want to let it get to me and then also in the end, like me being annoyed definitely helped. It's a good distraction. Yeah. But then they also was stressful because she was like standing by the door the whole time just staring at us so i was like just trying to tune her out and that kind of like annoyed me that she was right there yeah i guess she could so, really, like criticizing you silently yeah <laughs> so i was just like kind of low-key like even getting even more annoyed like just seeing there her there she wasn't even like talking to him or anything she was just watching yeah she was just watching no um but i was like fuck dude like it was stressing me out. I was like, she's watching me. She's going to see me fuck up. But you got it done. But I got it done. And the the only, like, sucky part is I didn't take any pictures. Oh, that sucks so bad. 
because I was like that annoyed that I was like, whatever, I'm just going to like cut it and like move on. Do but, you regret it now? Yeah, I do regret <laughs> it because it looked it looked good. Oh, and then I regret it even more because like she came up to me afterwards because she was like, oh, my God, it looks so good. Like she was so happy. Yeah. And then she was like, um, she's like, so she's like, I can give you cash on Monday or like Venmo you. And then I was like all confused because I was like, wait, like you're going to pay me like don't you have to pay the school? And then she was like, oh, yeah, but like I, I want to tip you. And then I was like, oh, what? Ooh. I was like, oh, okay. Hey. And so, yeah, I, I ended up giving her my Venmo and they tipped me $10. Hey, I just got your first tip. Let's go. Yeah, I did. My first tip ever. I like texted Alaris and my mom in our group chat that we have. And then I sent him a screenshot and I was like, look, my first tip ever. You're just like, you're supposed to pay the school. What are you talking about, Venmo? <laughs> yeah, I was all confused. I was like, what? And then she was just saying how she's like, oh, no, like, I'm going to tip you. Like, she's like, I hate people that, like, don't tip. And I was like, oh, wow, cool. Like, you and your husband should come back all the time. Right? I was <laughs> like, my name is Brayden. <laughs> Here's my I'll card. Anytime. <laughs> I should have. Got to get but... little cards going. But yeah. That's so exciting. But yeah. So school. It was it was good. It was good. And then after that I think I just hung out somewhere. Went to go eat. And then I got my haircut at the end of the day. Have you started your um color course yet? No, I guess it doesn't start till next month. So what what are you doing till then? Just um practicing clients or I I guess if they give me clients, like, I'll take them, but mm-hmm. I don't think I'm on the system yet to, Oh, like, for them to, like, actually schedule with me. Yeah. But sometimes they, like, do give me, like, someone else's client just because that's another thing I fucking hate because they're like, oh, you need more practice. And I'm like, my time will come because especially the senior, there's this one senior who's always trying to, like, or actually there's two of them. Where they're always trying to, like, give their clients to someone else because they're like, you guys need practice and, like... They're just being well, lazy? Yeah, basically. Because <laughs> then just like, oh, I take all the damn clients here and this and that. And then I'm like, in my head, I'm like, you do realize that you're going to graduate and then, like, we'll get that opportunity, you know? Like, mm-hmm. our time will come, like... You're not here finish. forever, bud. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I'm always like, I just... I don't get I I get kind of annoyed with that, but I'm like whatever. Like I'm not gonna like turn down an opportunity to practice either, you know. And now you know that they may tip you too. True. Most of them don't though. <laughs> yeah. Now I know if I go in, I'll tip. I don't yeah. know if I would have thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I felt like such a fucking asshole the other day. We like we went to Disneyland, and then we went to this food place in Santa Ana. After shout out to. I think it's like vegan munchies diner or something in Santa Ana. Like some of the best vegan food I've ever had. And uh, it's like fast food. <laughs> the last time we, we went, this is the second time. The first time we went, I got a fried like a mushroom sandwich with mozzarella sticks just in the sandwich. It was amazing. Wow. I love it. But um, I thought it was like the kind of food that you like pick up, like kind of like low key if you were like in a Panda Express. Like you go in, pay for your food, get in, then just sit and eat. So I like, because they have you pay at the register. So I paid, and it was like $80. We got a lot of food. We got way too much food. We did not eat it all. We had to take it home. And um, then 
I tipped only like I don't know why they their options were like very high and I wanted to do 10% but then I was like oh my gosh $80 that's $8 and I tipped $3 which is insane I'm a monster for that and then uh, whenever we were eating, like, the person, like, was bringing us our food. I thought they were just going to, like, call a number or something. And they were, like, asking if we need anything else. And whenever, like, we were leaving, I was like, fuck, dude. I tipped them $3. I'm a fucking asshole. Like, who does this? <laughs> and I had, like, $5 in cash. So I just, like, left $5. And I was like, okay, now I've tipped 10%. But I didn't realize that they were going to be, like, so attentive and coming back to us. I thought it was just, like, a pay you and then we get our own food and we clean up after ourselves. Yeah. I felt like such a dick. <laughs> I didn't have any more cash though. I know. It happens though. I yeah, it was not not how I thought it was gonna be. I didn't realize that they were gonna be like coming back over and stuff. Now you know though. Now I know for next time I'm there to actually pay them. <laughs> you wanna ask me about my my week? Oh yeah. Hi, hi, how 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 hi. are you? Hi, I'm good. Hi, how are you? <laughs> good <laughs> how was your birthday stream birthday stream was so good we had like our little giveaway in game the giveaway did not go exactly as planned it was like all virtual things it was in the video game because there's like this party room in old school runescape that like it's like very old this game's like from fucking 2007 and uh this one room no one really uses it anymore but you can like basically put a bunch of shit into this inventory Oh, it's a dog. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was you breathing. Basically, you put all this shit into like an inventory and then like much other than you could pull a lever and a bunch of balloons fall to the ground. People could just pop balloons and grab stuff. And it's really fun and interactive. But the thing is, they don't have a mechanic to make it so only one person can pull the lever. So Robert was like filling it up. And whenever you fill it up, it starts notifying everyone in the town. And they're like, something's happening in the party room. So anyone can come and join. And mm -hmm. some random people that we don't know that weren't watching the stream went and crashed the party and pulled the lever too early. And, like, not everyone was even there yet. I wasn't even there yet. I was, like, running over to go and see everything. And then they were being, like, fucking assholes. They were like, is that all you guys are going to drop? Oh, this person must be so poor. And I was like, you're being mean. This is my birthday party. Damn. You weren't even supposed to get anything, you motherfuckers. <laughs> but other than that, it was pretty good. We did, like costume competitions in the game for ugliest and best looking costumes and then played some mario kart with some people after that's cool it was very very fun and i think we had like a lot of people watching the stream like 20 something oh my gosh one of the people who showed up when i was playing mario kart uh i want to give a shout out to leon from twitch there's probably so many leons on twitch but um <laughs> they were like <laughs> they were being like really nice and then they showed up a couple days later and they were like, oh, I have a present for you. And I didn't like what they were talking about. I thought it was just saying about the game. I was like, okay. And they, I've said what rate is before, but in case y'all don't remember, after you're all done streaming, you have the option to send all of your viewers to another stream. And they basically got somebody that they were watching to send 210 viewers to my channel. Oh, wow. It was so cool. I mean, most of them played Yu-Gi-Oh! So no one really stayed, but it was still <laughs> exciting moments. I need to take a clip of whenever I found out. I was like stunned into silence. I didn't even know what to say. That's cool it's, though. It was so cool. It was a lot of fun. It's been a very, a very fun stream week. That's good. But also like the day before my birthday, we went on a hike. We were supposed to go on a hike. <laughs> so 
I woke up like right before it happened because I streamed the night before and I didn't I didn't get eight hours. I love getting my eight hours. It's necessary for me. But anyway, uh, I woke up and I didn't have time to like make toast. So I just brought an apple and the hike was like 30 minutes away and I was eating an apple the entire time we were driving. And I think Robert was even like, don't eat the entire apple. Like you're not going to feel good. Like an apple is not a good before hike food, which didn't make sense to me because apples are fruit. So health. So it's fine. <laughs> Bruh, I couldn't even make it up this fucking hike because every time I started walking uphill, I felt like I was going to throw up. I was like a a mile and a half in and we were with our friends too. So I felt bad. I kept telling them all to just go to the top without me and everyone's like, it's fine. And uh, yeah, we had to turn back after a mile and a half because I felt like I was going to vomit. Damn. I don't know. I didn't think an apple could fuck you up. I don't know like what part of it is bad. Maybe it's because like usually I have bread so that like will soak up stuff in your stomach and the apple just sits there. I don't know. Basically, Maybe. fuck apples. All my friends hate apples. Um, <laughs> it could be the slip, sleep deprivation as well. Yeah, I don't think that helped. <laughs> but I want to blame the apple. Alright, fuck apples. So I don't have to eat anymore. Fuck apples. Fuck them apples. <laughs> But uh, that was very reassuring because, like I said, we're supposed to do a 16-mile hike and climb up the cables at Half Dome in a couple months. Couldn't even walk more than a mile and a half. It was the apple swap. Yeah. That's also I'm blaming the apples because I don't want my anxiety to think that, like, oh, my God, you can't do it. I just make- It was the fucking apple. It was the apple. I'm fine. It was the apple. Maybe I'm in denial, but it's okay. But then, like, the day after or a couple days after, we just, like, walked up this one hill by our house a lot to practice. But, um... Yeah, my actual birthday, like, other than the stream, was so fucking cool because we, like, woke up in the morning. We went to a farmer's market and got food, which is always stink. And then we went to a cat cafe. Oh, I saw the picture you posted. Oh, my God. Anyone who has a cat cafe in your town would recommend go hang out with a bunch of cats. It's the cutest thing in the world. I fell in love with three cats. Do they have any dog cafes here? They should. They should have every animal cafe. I follow this one. Um, I follow a cafe that's in Japan, and it's a mini pig cafe. Oh, my God. Alerts it's die. so cute. It's so funny, too, because mini pigs, they don't stay that small. Like, they're smaller than normal pigs, I guess, but they still get pretty big. So there's just big old pigs just walking around with all the baby ones. That's they don't cool. even know. They just think that they're tiny. <laughs> but uh, this one cat is so cute. The, the main reason I want a cat is my old roommates had one. Shout out Fry the cat. He was a cute little orange man. He's still alive. I make it sound like he's dead. He just lives on the other side of the country now. And uh, he would always like walk up to our face and like bonk our face with his face. And it was really cute. And there was an orange cat at the cafe. I think it got adopted. I followed the patient. I think it got adopted. And we like would put our hand and it would just like ram into our hand and bonk its little head on it. Like it wanted <laughs> us to pet it. It was doing it so hard too. It was so cute. I loved him so much. And there's like another little strawberry blonde cat that Robert walked up to and it just like jumped and put its paws on Robert's shoulders and was just looking at him. Aww. And it started licking my hand, which cats don't really lick your hand. I was like, are you a dog? What is this? What's happening? <laughs> and then Remington, the love of my life, little 10-year-old Remington. He's the oldest man. He did not open his eyes once while we were there. He was just lounging a little chunk board on the ground, kept moving his head so we could pet him. And I read about him and he had to like get half of his teeth removed. So his mouth's like a little slouched on one side. It's the cutest thing in the world. Uh-huh. I want to go back to Remington. I've mentioned him like every single day in the past week. <laughs> Why don't you? 
we can't have pets. And also, I oh. don't know. I don't know if it'd be a good idea for my first pet to adopt a 10-year-old cat. I don't know if he has, like, special, like, requirements for him. True. But fuck, I want him so bad. He's the cutest. His little mouth pulling down on once. Oh, I love it <laughs> so much. But after the cat cafe, Robert, um, he got me for my birthday. He got me two things for the stream. No one will probably know what they are, but basically stuff to help out my stream. One's like buttons. So like I could click a button right now and my light turns on oh, and shit. I could click it and it turns off and I could like add like a soundboard to it. But I haven't really added anything yet because it's kind of overwhelming. <laughs> it's called um, a stream deck. And then he also got me a new capture card, which is how I'm able to stream stuff for my Switch because my old one was like $20 from Amazon and it kind of sucked. Damn, that's cool though. Yeah. He got me stuff to support my dreams. Which we we love cool. a supportive man. Right? I feel like I was going to cry because he was like, oh, like you've been working so hard and stuff and you're doing great. And I was like, oh my God. Meanwhile, like everyone else I talked to, they're like, when are you going to get a real job? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> the two different sides of this. <laughs> Fuck them people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did get a real job. I think I mentioned last week. <laughs> I, yeah, I had my first day. It was okay. It wasn't like bad or anything. I would go, I would say it was good, but I forgot how emotionally exhausting being at work can be all day. And you just like, I mean, maybe it's just because I haven't worked in like two years, but I was like, oh my God, I just missed my apartment. I just want to go home. <laughs> I don't know if I ever felt that emotional about leaving my home. Maybe when I first started working, it's weird. But I I literally asked what the minimum amount of work I can do is. And it's three eight-hour shifts. So I'm going to be working three days a week because I still want to do the stream. I just need to pay my bills until I can. Mm -hmm. And I went to pick up my uniform today because tomorrow is my second day. Tomorrow is going to be more legit. Like, I'm working till like, 10 p.m., which is going to be so weird. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's it's going to be interesting. One thirty to 10. And I'm for anyone that's wondering, I'm basically – low-key a janitorial position not not actually a janitor but i'm cleaning up after people and i do clean bathrooms it's almost a, yeah yeah and uh my friend sophia she was talking about she's been to the place i'm gonna work and she's like oh well at least they have like clean bathrooms and i was like they have clean bathrooms because they have people constantly going in and cleaning the bath i'm gonna be cleaning the bathroom <laughs> that's gonna be because of me true there's like even protocol on how to clean up someone's throw up and things. And I was like, oh my God, things I never thought I'd need to know. Sheesh. So I'm a little nervous about that. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it's not too bad. I'm glad that I'm going to be wearing a mask there. I don't have to, but you can't have nose rings and I don't want to take mine out. So I'm just going to wear a mask anyway. Mm. And uh, that'll be nice for in bathrooms. True. I I always appreciate when I'm wearing a mask and I'm at like Disneyland because bathrooms are so, they just smell like shit everywhere people are just gross and bathrooms are for shitting you could say so yeah yeah i'll i'll really appreciate my mask while i'm doing that but um i was gonna say i got my uniform today and they're like lightish brown pants and we have this bag for groceries that i put them in like pants down first and i forgot that i didn't forget i tried to throw a bag into prevent it because I, I thought it'd be fine but I did remember this bag a couple weeks ago we forgot to take butter from the grocery store out of the bag and we left it there all weekend and didn't realize that it melted all over oh, so I got it. butter stains all over my new work pants sheesh 
And I was, whenever we were starting um, the podcast, I mean, not even the podcast, whenever we answered this video call, Robert was having to come and talk to Brayden while I was trying to clean butter out of my pants. <laughs> so hopefully it's fine. I have two pairs of shorts too, but I'm going to be working till like 10 p.m. and it's not that hot yet. So I was like, I probably want to wear pants. We'll see. Probably. I'm wearing sh- I'm wearing shorts if they're looking buttery though. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's most of what's been going on with me. I, that was a kind of a lot. <laughs> Damn. But I'm a working girl now. She says angrily. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see how she feels next week. <laughs> we'll see how she feels next week. Yeah, it was nice. They have um, a sign on bonus, and I think I got paid some of that already. I think it's overtime because I was like, why am I already getting paid? I worked one day, the, like the day before the pay period ended. So I think that's part of it. And I was like, oh, it is really nice getting money. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, motivation to go again. Yeah, motivation's there. All right. Glad it's only going to be three days, but uh, they're open on holidays. So we'll see how that goes. And I think I get to choose which days I work. Like, not like I get to be like, oh, I want this day off and this day off and this day off. But I said that I'd prefer working like Sundays, Mondays, and Thursdays. So hopefully we stick to that. Cool. But yes, that that is all for me. That's all 35 minutes of my life. <laughs> I was only talking for half that time. I don't even feel too weird about it. <laughs> but you got anything else? Or should we go into our stories? Mm, no, I'm good. Let's go. All right. So this week, I'm going to be talking about the murder of Els Van Derine, whose case is also known as the Parachute Murder. So I wasn't able to find too much about Els Van Derin and her life, so I'm just going to share what I could find. During the week, the 38-year-old worked with her husband, Jean de Wild. Jean de Wild. Um, I'm going to explain why I'm mispronouncing everything, in Antwerp, Belgium. So they were <laughs> Belgian. I don't know how to pronounce their names correctly. I listened to recordings, but I'm still struggling. Uh, they lived They lived in Belgium, and they worked at their family jewelry store. They had two children together who were 13 and 15 at the time of their mother's death. Alice had a passion for skydiving, a hobby which she initially started with her husband. Eventually, Jean got tired of it, and the couple briefly stopped before Els joined a club in Zortberg Parachute Club by herself, and Jean devoted his time to his own hobbies, like restoring antique clocks and sculpting. As her club was about an hour away from her home, she'd usually spend weekends away from her family, indulging in her passion. Els was an extremely experienced skydiver who had successfully performed 2,300 jumps in her life. Sheesh. I'm like, how many jumps a day is that? Now that I'm saying it out loud, goddamn. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Els was close friends with Els Klotmans, a 26-year-old teacher who went by the nickname Babs. The two were close enough that over a 10-month period of time, they'd actually spoken over the phone like 200 times. And Els, our Els, was the one who suggested that I were in the skydiving club called the younger teacher Babs to avoid any confusions because they did have the first name. Same first name. Mm. And let me tell you, that shit was confusing me whenever I was researching initially. I was like, yeah. bro. <laughs> Babs had some psychological issues growing up. She was described as being deeply disturbed by her father's death when she was two. She actually had to seek help after a suicide attempt when she was just 16. Three psychologists later in life described her as deeply psychopathic, 
saying that she was able to maintain a typical appearance, but was actually cold and without emotion and a danger for society. Not quite as seriously, but also speaking of her personality, members of the skydiving club she was in called her a drama queen, and she's also described as being a pushy person who tried hard to get attention, especially from men. Well, that's not very nice to say. It's even worse than calling someone psychopathic. (laughs) Babs had been in a low-key relationship with another member of the skydiving club, Marcel Mars Summers. In early November 2016, both her and Elle spent the night's place in Eidenhover, which is in the Netherlands. This had actually been the normal night when Babs and Mars would like meet and hook up, but Elle showed up too. It seems that Mars had left Babs to sleep on the floor mattress downstairs in the living room, while Elle, who was also having a sexual relationship with Mars, slept with him in his bed. It's unclear if Els knew that Babs had also been having an affair with Mars, but basically Mars was hooking up with two people in his club. Sheesh. And they both spent the night that night, and it's a very awkward situation. <laughs> Babs herself already was aware of Els and Mars's relationship, and she told the Belgian media in 2007 that she always knew that she'd be number two for Marcel and that Els was number one. She never had a problem with this at the time, as she had such a low image of herself that she could only ever imagine being number two. A week later, on November 18, 2006, 12 members of the skydiving club that included Els, Babs, and Mars were flying over Flanders in Belgium. The plan was for Els and Babs to link hands with Mars and the second man who skydived with them as like a quartet, so they were going to do like a star formation kind of, before they had all release hands and engaged their parachutes. Babs jumped out of the plate a little bit too late to join the formation. She was just like a second off from everyone else, so she was unable to join the other three as they performed their aerial move. But upon releasing hands with her group and going to disengage her parachute, Els found that both her primary and reserve parachutes were not working. A video camera mounted to her own helmet captured her screaming and frantically trying to deploy her parachutes while falling a distance of 4,500 feet into a garden in the town of Oplabeek. She was killed instantly. A lawyer for the Vanderine family spoke out and said, The first question a family normally asks is whether the victim suffered, whether she knew what happened. We don't have to ask. It was filmed. Try to deal with that as a family. It's it's so, so, so bad. I looked it up, and I I don't know how accurate this is, of course, but it's the same website I looked up if I fell off half dome, to be honest. But falling 4,500 feet would be like 15 seconds of free falling, knowing that you're going to die. Damn. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah, 15 seconds is actually quite a bit of time. Right? And if it's your last 15 seconds, it probably feels like forever. Like a lifetime. Ugh. Upon investigating Elsa's skydiving gear, police discovered that the cords to her parachutes had been cut. Those who knew Elsa were interviewed, but as far as I understand, nobody became a suspect until a month after the incident, when Babs attempted suicide just hours before she was supposed to give her second statement on her friend's death. It was only later on that police learned that both Elsa and Babs had been having a sexual relationship with Mars, giving a possible motive for if Babs had been the murderer. Babs, meanwhile, maintained her innocence, saying, They wanted me to confess, but confess to what? I couldn't confess, as I hadn't done anything. Babs was arrested for the murder of Els in January of 2007, though she was released on bail in 2008. Her trial didn't begin until September 24, 2010, and was pretty much all based on just circumstantial evidence. 
There is no hard evidence, no confession, no witnesses, no DNA, not even like a knife or pair of scissors was pointed at for being used to cut the parachutes. It was just all like she was the main one who had a motive, really. Not only motive, but the prosecution alleged that Babs had also had opportunity to cut the cables of Elle's parachutes the week before her death, the same night that they had both spent at Mars' house. So they believe that in a fit of jealousy, after hearing the two have sex, Babs went and got Elsa's skydiving gear, which had been in the apartment with the three, and cut the cables with scissors, an act which experts said would only take about 30 seconds. So it's not like she really wasn't risking much of them like walking in and stuff. They were obviously preoccupied. The original plan had actually been for them to go skydiving that very next day. But it was postponed for a week as the weather was bad, and then Ellis, of course, had to return back to Antwerp and her family. So that is why they didn't go parachuting until the next weekend. Mars himself spoke during the trial, and the fear is that when Ellis and I went to bed, Babs kept turning it over. Something cracked. She took a pair of scissors and cut the parachute cords. For me, that's the most realistic scenario. Prosecutors also claim that Babs had been sending anonymous letters about Ellis' love life to mutual friends and had been calling her from a blocked number. Ellis' widower, Jean, noticed Babs acting weirdly after the death of his wife. He said when he'd gone to pick up her things from the parachuting club, she'd had a kind of grin on her face the entire time. Another time, Babs had gone to Ellis' home following her death to bring Sean pictures of his wife before telling him that she'd been cheating on him with Mars. Sean obviously believed this to be incredibly disrespectful of Babs and decided that he wasn't going to allow anyone from the parishing club to go to Elsa's funeral. But, according to him, Babs still showed up. The article I got this information from was not originally written in English. It was written in Dutch, so the translation's a bit weird. But Don't you know Dutch? <laughs> um, I know, right? Ik spreek in Vietnam, Netherlands, but that's only a bit. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> I said, I speak a bit of Dutch. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Me and my like 150 words. I I know that the website I got from De Morgen means the morning. I was like, ooh, oh, look okay. at me. So you do know. <laughs> so I do know. <laughs> but in the article, uh Jean is quoted as saying, Out of nowhere, she appeared at the funeral. She had a smile on her face and she was gone. She didn't shake hands or say words of encouragement, nothing. Apparently, she'd also said that she had a speech that she wanted to read, but Jean wouldn't allow her to read it and said that when he saw what was written, it wasn't for a funeral at all. So my interpretation of this, because, of course, this is all word. It's so weird, is that she'd been like trying to make him an excuse to show up and been like, oh, well, I had a speech and just like pulled up random notes that happened to be on her phone and be like, it was a speech. He's like, no, dude, no. There was such a media frenzy around the murder case that a second room next to the courthouse had to be used for journalists to follow the proceedings through a remote video. Babs, who claimed that she was innocent, had to be placed on suicide watch, was found guilty of the murder of Els van der Rien on October 20th, 2010. The jury had taken just four hours to decide that she was at fault for Els's death. As the guilty verdict was announced, Jean and his children cried and hugged one another. Two days after being found guilty, Babs was sentenced to 30 years in jail. They were originally considering sentencing her to life, which is the maximum, of course, for that. But the judge took her feeble psychological condition as an extenuating circumstance because clearly she had 
something. Like she was not in the right state of mind, basically. Yeah. Babs continued to claim her innocence, saying to the jury while on trial, I'm really innocent and can only keep on repeating it. For four years, I've been accused of something I didn't do. She's pointed a finger at Mars or even Elsa's husband as being the actual killers. Mars denies his accusation, claiming that he had been in love with Elsa. She was like the love of his life and that he regretted even getting involved with Babs. As for Jean, he didn't even know that his wife was having an affair until after his death, so he didn't have a motive. He spoke after her death, saying, In my eyes, Elsa has remained a very nice woman whom I have loved to see until the very last day. We have shared love and sorrow together and swam through a lot of water. I have two incredibly beautiful children with whom the bond has become enormously strong. We never let go of each other. Keep in mind, again, that this was translated from Dutch, so I'm sure it sounded better then. Babs later attempted to appeal her verdict, claiming that she had been interrogated by police for over 100 hours without the presence of a lawyer, but this appeal was denied in May of 2011, and she still remains in prison for Elsa's murder to this day. Damn. Yep. Short story, but a wild one. Yep. I had to share that with you. It was a good story, though. Have you heard of it before? I have. Really? How'd you hear of that? I'd never heard of it. I read it and I, was, I wasn't convinced it was real because whenever I first read it, no one was saying names. I told you both their names are else. I was getting confused and I was like, this is fake. <laughs> it was, to be honest, I don't remember which one, mm-hmm. but it was when I was first getting into podcasts. Oh. It was like literally one of the first ones I ever heard. Really? And it was like, I think it was called, I don't even know, to be honest, like, we can't give an appropriate cross, shout out. Yeah, like the cross. <laughs> it was like titled like Cross Lovers or something like that. And they oh, told it like from their point of view. They kind of mm-hmm. like, obviously it's based on a true story, but they did put like their own like twist to it. Yeah. And so I was like, what? But yeah, it was I, yeah, good. I've never heard of this. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, how can I... I feel like you can't even really say it was her mental state because it's not like she cut it and then Elsa died the next day. She cut it and then she had a week to be like, hey, let's get you some new parachutes. Right. Like, no, she was committed. And some people think that's why she didn't join like their aerial move. Like from because I said she took a second after to jump out. Babs did like she was watching to make sure that she jumped and then was like, "Okay, she's out. I can go now. True. It's it's dark. Damn. I am never going to go skydiving, by the way. I think that's way too scary. <laughs> I think. Would I'll you? Think you think I you'll will. do it? Yeah. Oh my God, you're crazy. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to talk about the murder of David Lynn Harris. Okay. David Lynn Harris was an American orthodontist who owned a chain of offices along with his wife, Clara Suarez Harris. The chain was particularly successful and the couple was able to afford an upscale home and lifestyle in Friendswood, Texas. Hmm. I was like, that's a nice name. His wife was a Colombian immigrant. Um, She was named Miss Columbia Houston and worked as a dentist. Oh, damn. That's a flex. She she was pretty then. I was like, she's hot. Uh, she married David Harris on February 14th, a Valentine's Day, 
1992 at the Nasu Bay Hilton, and then together they raised three children, twin sons Brian and Bradley, born in 1998, and David's daughter Lindsay from a previous marriage. During his marriage to Clara, uh, David began to have an affair with his former receptionist, a woman oh named gosh. Gail Bridges. And obviously Clara didn't know yet. And she had yeah. actually become suspicious, so she ended up hiring a private detective agency to monitor David. Well, this all sounds like straight of a drama. It really does. It's such a cliche, too. With the old secretary. I'm like, come oh, on. Just wait. <laughs> it's going to get even the PI. weird. Yeah. Okay. And then on July 24th, 2002, the agency notified her that he was at the hotel with his mistress. Uh. So, guess what Clara did? <laughs> uh, based on our theme this week, I'm guessing she killed him. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. But yeah, I guess as soon as she got news, she went to the hotel where he was at, which was uh, the Hilton Hotel in Nasu Bay, Texas, which I'm like, dude, is that the same one they got married at? (gasps) Uh, It might be. Anyways. He really liked um, the hotel. (laughs) But yeah, she went to go confront her husband and reportedly attacked Gail in the lobby. Oh, damn. She wasn't even in the room? No. Well, Oof. I think maybe... I don't know how it happened, but she apparently got there and did attack Gail in the lobby. Oh, my gosh. And hotel employees actually escorted her out to her car, which mm-hmm. was a Mercedes-Benz sedan. Fancy. Fancy. So it, it, <laughs> it definitely had monies. Oh, yes. But, yeah... When David and Gail came out of the hotel, Clara struck down her husband in the parking lot as his teenage daughter, Lindsay, sat in the passenger side. (gasps) Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. According to the medical examiner's office, they could only be certain that there was one tire mark on his body. But Lindsay and other eyewitnesses assert that Clara ran over David three times. Oh, that's so traumatizing to be the daughter in the car. All that's right. Happening. Jesus Christ. David was pronounced dead on the scene, and Clara was charged with murder. So yeah, that was in July of 2002, and her trial began the following February of 2003. Lindsay testified against her stepmother, claiming that she told her to stop the vehicle, which I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, that's fucking sad. That's so sad. Oh um, my god. The prosecution claimed Clara's actions were more than a crime of passion, but that she wanted to hurt David. Um, per like, they were trying to use her own words against her, because mm-hmm. um, that's actually what she. They have a video of her saying that in a police interview. That she wanted to hurt him. Yes, but oh my god! I mean, I'll get to that later. But yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> and then they also, at the trial, used. A videotape the, of the crime as well. It was it was videotaped. Oh no, no, no! And it was actually recorded by the detective agency that Clara had hired, <laughs> which I think is she funny. basically paid for herself to get <laughs> murder. What a what a fool! I I thought Ay-yay-yay. that was funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess the video, you could just see her circling around the parking lot three times. 
um Fuck. which is like i guess that's what they say it's like pretty damning but in the video you can't see david so they're not sure like if she actually did hit him three times but then... potentially she looped around and so it wasn't even like drive forward and back like reversing she oh, like no. drove around had time to think about it and do it again yeah Ugh, that's so gross um but yeah i guess she ended up just parking next to his body after she ran him over yeah and her defense attorneys tried to prove that she only ran over him once but <laughs> it got debunked pretty quickly oh no because um i guess uh they did uh, like a recreation and it totally like debunked it yikes which i'm like damn that sucks it's usually those help you <laughs> i don't why is she like doing all these things that are making it worse for herself i don't know it's, she's not it's a very funny. good murderer <laughs> i don't know but i guess they argued that clara could have only run over him once because i guess of the like turning okay radius, which kind of makes sense like you can only you know you can't like when you do a sharp turn it doesn't really like not like the tiny little circles. Yeah, so exactly. Like okay, I feel like it would be hard to like run over him again that way. Obviously, oh, so like she you didn't said, drive around too much. Well, I think she. I don't know exactly like how it happened. They probably didn't have pictures did. of like the parking lot. Yeah, I was like, there's obviously she did circle, but it, I don't know how big her circle was or if it was mm -hmm. like a sharp turn. But yeah, basically to counteract their argument. The prosecution brought in a police officer who was present at the scene and pointed, I guess, like another tire track that had been there. And I guess the way the way the way the tire track was, um, it looked like it would have it was basically pointing towards David's body, meaning like he could have definitely been ran over at least a second time. Oh, my God. Gross, dude. And they advised Clara not to take the stand. But, God. I guess, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Did she want to go to prison is my question here. I don't know what she She's was like, thinking. She's like, the PEI's got his camera here. All right, let's go. She was not thinking, obviously. I mean, um, yeah, I guess most murders probably weren't. <laughs> true. But I guess, yeah, after days of, like, watching everyone's testimony, she decided she needed to speak. I guess taking the stand allowed for the original police interview to, like, be used now because uh they oh. had ruled it inadmissible because she no. like had said that like she wanted to hurt david and this and that yeah and so they ended up playing that like interview but they didn't play the rest of it where she ends like she stated that she did want to hurt her husband but later in that same interview she said like that she didn't want to kill him she just wanted to hurt him but uh -huh. obviously they cut off that part yeah <laughs> yikes um, but yeah, I guess her attorney was literally so distressed that he collapsed in court and had to be taken to the hospital. Which he I just, was like, I hate my life. Just he's passes like, I'm out. I'm so done. I was like, yeah, that's low key, like actually really funny. It is kind of funny. I also like imagine that he was like, quick, we need a distraction. <gasps> yeah, right? Collapsing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Amber Heard's lawyers haven't done that. Oh boy. <laughs> too funny, too funny. Dude, he just he just collapsed. Did he come back? 
yeah he was i was like was that the perfect excuse to get excused from this case no he he was later released um but yeah clara basically contended that she did not see david when she ran into him with her car she didn't feel the lump i I don't know i guess she just saw red i guess but i guess the in the examiner's report they couldn't really say either how many times he was ran over or if just once. That freaks me out that they can't tell. I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to know why they can't tell, but it freaks me out. I mean, I'm just kind of low-key surprised, too, that he died. But just if it was really just one hit, too. Well, that's making me wonder if it was like his head. That's what I was just thinking about, too. And I, I regret saying something. Anyways, mm-hmm. moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clara was found guilty of murdering her husband. Oh my god, I just realized this. I didn't see this earlier. You wrote it down and didn't realize? Oh, uh, you'll see. On February 14th. Oh, on their anniversary? (laughs) I didn't notice that earlier. Oh, Jesus. Um, But yeah, on February 14th, 2003, she was sentenced to 20 years in prison, which I guess was the maximum sentence allowed by the jury's quote sudden passion finding okay and so because it seems for a moment basically yeah yeah okay and then she was also found fined ten thousand dollars the part's so random right i don't know why but the extra fine after jail time is like okay when's she gonna pay that 20 years (laughs) (laughs) true i don't know she was incarcerated at the mountain view unit in gatesville texas where I guess she made use of her time and converted school textbooks to Braille for blind students. Some people do doing <laughs> the most random shit once they go. For yeah. real. Like, like I killed how? somebody and now I convert books to Braille. Now I'm going to do good. I mean, good. I'm glad that they're doing something good. <laughs> yeah. You got to tone for that shit, bro. Yeah, her twin sons were taken into the custody of some like, family friends. Mm-hmm. And they were said to visit her at least like once a month. Yikes. Which I'm like, that's sad. That's very sad for her kids. On April 11th, 2013, she was denied parole. Her second parole request was also denied in September of 2016. However, in November of 2017, she was granted parole. Whoa. And she was released on parole on May 11th 2018 and she will remain on parole until february of 2023 that's not that long we're not less than a year next year that's weird yeah i was like wow and i don't know if you ever watched the show snapped i did watch snapped and i was looking at snap to get ideas for her to talk about really I was looking at all their episode lists. I found the parachute story separate, but there might there probably is a snapped episode about it. I love probably. that show. Probably um, that and Deadly Women were my shit in high school. Dude, yes, that's literally like Prepare what I was gonna podcast. I I <laughs> I literally like was gonna say that like Deadly Women too. Um, yep, her story or their story were featured on those two shows. Damn, both of them. Yeah, both of them. Oh shit. Yes, uh, on Snapped in 2004. Oh, and ABC News 2020 in 2006. And then on Deadly Women in 2010. Yeah, I probably watched this. And also, 
a lifetime um, movie. A lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> they would. Yeah. But I was like shook of like the story and like how it's videotaped too. Just... videotaped by someone she was paying to be there right that's what i and <laughs> you know what got me and i had to talk about it was because of her lawyer and how he collapsed dude i was, that <laughs> that got me i was like dude this is low-key like hilarious like i have to talk about this story. maybe he's just a great lawyer and wanted to deflect the attention and was like ah <laughs> pay attention True. to me <laughs> but i just thought it was so funny i was literally like just imagine it just being so upset just like drops to the ground yeah like i don't know if he like completely like passed out but he like collapsed from like i know he was clearly fine i hope that he completely passed out because that probably would have been really funny (laughs) i should look it up (laughs) as soon as they pull the evidence he's just like goodbye (laughs) he said oh no oh no i love that oh my god fuck dude i thought it was interesting whenever i was looking at like all the snapped episodes now, most of the Snapped episodes, like, nearly all the Snapped episodes are, like, women who do the crimes. And I was kind of thinking how, like, a lot of crimes of passion, they, like, have it be, like, women who did it. Which seems strange, because then I feel like if men did it, they wouldn't call it crimes of passions. I feel like they'd call it something else. It would just be murder. It would just be murder, yeah. And I'm like, was it a crime of passion? Was it just murder? Or well, are they the same thing? <laughs> Like, my story was technically a crime of fashion. Everyone referred to it as that. And I'm like, she knew for a week that these parachutes weren't going to work. Yeah. This seems more than like a moment of passion. That's like, That sounds premeditated. Premeditated as shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, versus, maybe it was an impulse at first, but then you left it for a week. <laughs> yeah, versus like mine. She like found out that same day and then literally yep. went to go like fucking confront him. Yeah, exactly. Yours seems much more spur of the moment. Right? And I I could definitely see, like, as soon as she, like, sees them, she just, like, sees Red and, like, attacks Gale and then, like, Mm -hmm. just so pissed off and is going to drive away and then he comes out of nowhere and it's, like, could have been intentional, could have not been. We don't know. Yeah. I definitely, I don't feel like yours, your story is probably premeditated at all, though. Yeah, I don't think so. If she killed him, I mean, I'm not saying she didn't decide while she was driving, I'm going to kill him. I mean, like, I doubt she went to the hotel planning, like, I'm going to kill this dude. <laughs> I mean, maybe, like, because they say that when they're pissed. But, yeah, I don't think, like, she meant Not, like, literally. To, yeah. Not like she went with a gun or whatever and, like, yeah. was set on it. She probably also wouldn't have brought her stepdaughter in the car if she'd been planning on it. Yeah. That I'd is. like to think. That's, that's fucking it traumatizing to yeah, be that daughter like, dude that sucks it's because especially because it's your fucking stepmom mm-hmm. that fucking kills your dad i forgot that it was her stepmom i thought it was her biological mom too and no, i was, was like her, bro it was her stepmom dude what the fuck these stories are nutty yeah i'm gonna go watch snapped for real or <laughs> I miss that show all their reenactments with the weird actors <laughs> But you got you got anything else going on before we end this? Mm, no. Thank you for listening. Um, shout out to Mason again. Shout out Mason again. You just you're, saved the show, bud. You're a real one. Um, please keep listening. And also, <laughs> for any of other people that listen, you know, it, it won't hurt you to send us a little message <laughs> telling us how awesome we are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was like, we're begging now. You <laughs> you know. You don't have if, to. If you, you appreciate. But if you ever want to, like, we, we'd, we'd be really happy about it. And you get a special shout out. Yeah. Oh, I also wanted to say, on the off chance she listens, this other girl that I was training with, Haryana, if you end up listening to this ever, thanks. <laughs> I just, she mentioned okay let me say she mentioned she was like in school and she's minoring in like religious studies she's like I'm not even like into like the bible I'm more into like chupacabras and stuff and I was like wait hmm. I have a podcast that you might like and she went and like favorited it on a Spotify or whatever to go listen to it later so no. I was like you might be into this shit <laughs> and she's talking about ghosts and stuff true so she listens also cool, but if she does, she might start at the beginning, and that's like years ago. Literally years ago. <laughs> <laughs> True. A lifetime. But uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. If you want to reach out, I won't be like him and be like, it wouldn't even hurt. You can. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> well, damn. Way to make me sound like an asshole. I know. I'm just kidding. It wouldn't hurt. Just do it. Right <laughs> 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 like, now we're both assholes. Uh, our email though is shit.pod at gmail.com our Twitter and Instagram are spookyshit underscore pod and our website is spookyshit-pod.com sorry this was a shorter episode but at I least mean, you're still getting it yeah at <laughs> least you're just, just like be grateful I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> he's in a sassy mood today we just both of our stories were interesting I'm glad we chose these I thought they're very interesting there's just not a huge amount of information on them there doesn't really need to be. There's no like plot twist, really. <laughs> but yes, that is all for this week. And catch you all next week with probably some ghosty things. And dun, dun, dun. thank you, thank you. Talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>